best comment of the of the day, I think, so far to Patricia, who says Jason can rename his podcast temporarily to Zero Travel instead of Zero <laughs> yeah. Travel. Just Very good. cut out one word. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> uh, you barely even have to change the logo, right? Just like yeah. Yeah. just hide just that. Blur it out. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to Location Indie Podcast, the behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav and I, I've got nothing right now in the intro. I, I, I can't play any instruments. Let's, let's, let's say that. <laughs> Trav, Not you one. always have something Not for one. this intro. That's crazy. Um, uh, Jason, we're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. About to travel, the freedom, the lifestyle. You can more, learn more at locationindie.com. And uh, we have a, another special podcast here. We did back-to-back episodes with 70 new friends, 70 plus new friends here uh, in the Zoom room during the quarantine. We just decided to invite everybody in and come hang out with us while we record these podcasts. And I think um, this might be the new format. I said on the last one, I, um, I'm hooked. So welcome everybody that's here joining us live from uh, all over the world. And um, thank you if you're joining us, wherever you're joining us. Did, did we get a country count? Does that, did anyone actually count the countries and people were checking in? I know there was Colombia and Poland and Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Obviously yeah. the US, I definitely feel like there's got to be someone from Canada here, right? Bruce was in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Hungary, of course. Here. Mira is hung- Dustin's in Hungary. In Dustin's in Canada, nice. of course. Yeah, okay. Melanie's in Guatemala. Okay. Guatemala, USA. Cool. Nice. Oh, awesome. Jeremy's in Italy. All right, yeah. All right. So we're, we're at least at least at 10, uh, just with those ones. Paul's in Scotland. There you go. All right. France. Awesome. There you awesome. go. They're still coming in. Sweet. Um, so today, what I wanted to do, Jay, with today's podcast and everyone either listening on the podcast or all of you awesome people who are with us live today, uh, I was reading, you know, when this kind of really started to hit home in, in the US, and we're, by that we're talking about a week, week and a half ago at this point of recording. Um, you know, I think a lot of people didn't know how to feel, probably still don't know how to feel. And especially in the travel community, you know, a lot of our friends, um, you know, Facebook friends and stuff like that are, are in this community and like to travel. And I think there was this feeling of, am I allowed to like think about travel? Am I allowed to share about travel? Am I, is it right for me to post pictures of, of different travel that I've taken before? And, you know, all these kind of questions, almost like what is okay to talk about? And I'm sure it could, it could go, you know, for our group and everyone listening, it's about travel, but there's other topics, right? That might seem to some people like they don't want to come off as a little flippant or they don't want to come off as like, oh, I can't believe I'm talking about this in this time of you know, in this time that's happening um, in the world. And so I sat down and actually gave this some thought, Jay, you'll be surprised by that, I guess. And I was like, well, is it okay? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know, like, what is, what is right? What is the right answer? And, and for that, I think it differs for each, each person. But I came up with six reasons that I thought that not only was it right for me to be talking about travel and, and engaging with people about travel and recording podcasts like we're doing today, but six reasons why this time right now we really should be talking about travel, maybe even more so than before. 
And uh, I came up with a list that you wanted to hear and said, don't tell me you were going to do in a podcast. So that's where we are right now. Yeah, that's where we are. Uh, yeah, the list um, I'm curious to hear because I, of course, like I'm sure everybody here had that initial reaction, whatever, uh, like you said, fill in the blank version of that, whether it's travel or something else you do. Um, it, it's, I think it's a good thing to question that, right? Like it basically you're saying, oh, I have an awareness and a sensitivity about what's going on and how people feel about it. And uh, I, I, that's obviously a good thing. Compassion and empathy and, and everything like that. That's all the stuff we need um, now more than ever. Connection, community, uh, things like this. Uh, it's the stuff we need now. But um, I, I had the same sort of existential crisis uh, with, my, with my work at Zero to Travel and the stuff that we do because of the travel elements. Now, on the Location Indie side, we see, all right, well, this is exciting because we know that there's going to be a lot of people that might be out of work. Maybe they have some, time, they have some extra time. Maybe we'll be able to help more people sort of create that location-free business. So they, if this something, not like this again, but there, there's always sort of the ability to kind of make a living um, in, in one way or the other. But on the travel side, it's, it's, it was like, I mean, should, should I be talking about this? And then when you sent me this idea... I was like, we're well, going to hear this. And I was kind of skeptical for a little while. But then I was thinking, well, I, 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 had, a, I had a few days where I was struggling with this and, and how to handle it. And then I started looking at all the uh, interviews I've recorded and thinking, all right, which of these is appropriate for the moment? What, what types of uh, episodes in the podcast world can I record now that could help people in this moment? And uh, that kind of changed my mindset. So we're talking about like, all right, well, we can give remote work tips. We can, um, I can bring somebody on to talk about uh, homeschooling. What's that, what that's like and how you handle that for uh, people that are just doing that for the first time. So there's all these things. Um, I got an email today from somebody that was like, hey, you know, this is, you have a lot to offer in, in this way in terms of like helping people with remote work and stuff. So all that feedback and stuff is making me feel good. But on the travel side, I still felt unsure. But then I right. thought... The hope, the hopes, the dreams. Like we're not, we're still living. Are you going to give your here. six? I want to hear your six off the cuff. Well, I don't, I don't have, have six. six. I have a feeling like your six are going to probably cover my, what my six would be if I sat down and wrote this list. But I, I do think that uh, like, again, now more than ever might be a time to keep hopes and dreams alive, right? Like, Sure. I, and I'll, get, I'll, I'll start here then. I'll give you my, my six here. Um, and yeah, I think the, the thing that you were getting to, Jay, and that I was getting to is you, like, you don't want to come off as tone deaf and you don't want to come off as someone who's not empathetic towards the plight of other people. And I think that it's easy if people know you to, to realize that, but it's for the people who might not know you, right? Or might just stumble upon your pocket. like, how could they be talking about this if blah, 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 blah. Um, well, the other thing is like, you know, you got to have some outlets because we get so much of this news and certainly you don't want to get your medical advice from me, right? So like you're, you're going to go to all these reputable, reputable news sources to get the news on that stuff. But then shouldn't there be some places to go where we can unplug from that and feed a little other part of our souls? You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. I do want to mention a comment that just came in. Is that from, one of your six? Feeding your uh, soul? Is uh, that kind of. Uh, uh, we'll get into it. I know. We're, we're like, everyone's like, come on, man. It's been seven minutes. <laughs> Give us your number, <laughs> your first one at least. But best comment of the, of the day, I think, so far to Patricia, who says, Jason can rename his podcast temporarily to Zero Travel instead of zero to travel. <laughs> just Very good. cut out one word. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> uh, you barely even have to change the logo, right? Just like, yeah. Hey, yeah. just hide just that. Blur it out. 
Yeah. Um, all right, number one, six reasons why I think that travel should be talked about right now, even more so. Uh, number one, travel is fun, right? We get that. Everyone here is listening because they love travel. They, they are a traveler. And we're allowed to have fun during this time. And so I said this actually, and, and this is kind of what I've been saying a lot, is that being serious does not mean you have to be sad. Okay, being serious, taking it seriously and saying, this is a serious thing. Hey, we should be self-quarantine. We should be looking at the things that didn't work right now um, in our country and other countries and say, how can, the, if this happens again, how can we be much better prepared? Um, so yeah, I totally believe that people should be taking it seriously, but there is a big difference between being serious about something and then sitting in the corner and saying like, I can't ever have fun. Right? right. And that doesn't help anyone. Right. Sitting there being sad and, and not doing the things that you enjoy is not going to change the situation for the better. It's only going to make stuff worse. You're going to feel worse. You know, you might go down a spiral, or whatever. Being sad about something isn't ever going to make this situation better. So that was number one. Travel's fun. We're allowed to have fun during this time. And being serious doesn't mean that you have to be sad. There is a big difference between them. Yeah. The cliche laughter is the best medicine exists for a reason right? Like we, I, I totally agree with that point. And when you, I think you mentioned that phrase at some point over the last week or two. And, and when, when we've been just in our regular conversations and I've thought that that really hit me. And it looks like in the chat box here with some people um, that are with us, that's hitting them as well. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a great way to think of it, right? It's, it's not like you're not discounting a situation, obviously it's, it's serious, but how, if we spend all of our days filled with anxiety and seriousness, like we still have to be human, right? And that means having fun and enjoying the small things and um, enjoying our lives as they are in this state right now. Um, my mom sent me a, a photo of her. She has this like Buddhist calendar and it was like Buddhism in four words. And it was like, let go, walk on. So I was like, all right. There you go. That's, that makes sense. Thanks, Ma. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. Number two. Shout uh, out to Ma. <laughs> Shout out to Ma. Uh, number two, countries who rely on tourism are getting crushed right now. I think that's obvious. I think it, it, all of us are saying, if, if you're in the travel industry, hey, we're feeling the pinch if, you're, if that's your business, right? And some of us a lot, but the countries who rely on tourism, I mean, this is whole countries who, who now have you know, an income that could be coming down to zero uh, for countries that, that really is tourism is their main thing. And personally, I want to help support them as soon as we possibly can. So for me to sit there and think about travel and think about where I might go next and think about sitting down saying what countries do rely on tourism more than others and, and if that is the case, where can I go when stuff does open up? To, to me, that's one of the, I think, the best things you can do if we're not going to be able to travel there right now is to say, if I'm going to get it back out and travel after quarantine is over and all of us are going to, where does putting my hard-earned dollars, like where does it make the most sense? Where can I have the most impact when it comes to my travel dollars? So that was number two. I love that. And also that could be another a quarantine activity, right? Like re, reshuffle your bucket list to right. prioritize those countries. Sure. Uh, number three is kind of on that same um, mode, but it's just a little bit scaled down. And that's that businesses that rely on tourism are getting crushed. And we, you know, that, this, this is all over the country. This is all over the world. Um, 
you know, and again, on that same note, I want to be there to support them when we possibly can. And so this is like, yeah, re reordering your bucket list, right? A little bit and saying, all right, what countries maybe will I prioritize? But then saying, all right, what are some of the activities or places or things I might do and to reprioritize my travel? And again, maybe this doesn't even mean you're going somewhere far flung and international. Maybe this just means okay, like I've got a few favorite places within a drive of me. So as soon as the quarantine is lifted a little bit, I'm going to prioritize going to those places or I'm going to buy gift cards. You see that happening with a lot of restaurants and stuff like that. So these businesses that rely on not, not just tourism, but, but people, right? They're, they're like community centers when it comes to that a little bit. Breweries and coffee shops and restaurants and things like that. Um, yeah, I want to help support them as well. So just sitting down and making kind of a, a conscious list of those type of things for me was really important. And I think that, you know, if you don't think about it and you don't talk about it, um, you're not going to realize what those places are maybe until you, until you do. Yeah. It's uh, interesting is the wrong word, but it's, it's scary to think of how many um, businesses are going to go out of business and probably some, maybe even some, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not usually at a, at a loss for words during these podcasts, but instant something that's like an institution. Sure. Right? That uh, there, you know, it doesn't matter how much of an institution you are. You've been a restaurant there for 150 years. Everybody knows you, but nobody's going there right now. You never know people's financial situation. So, um, certainly supporting the local businesses anywhere you go is always a good thing, right? For sure. Yeah, more than ever. Uh, number four for me is that this isn't going to last forever and we don't know how long it will last. None of us know, um, but we know it's not going to last forever. And so I don't think we should sit back and act like it will, right? We don't have to sit here and say, well, I'm not going to think or plan travel, even if it is without dates, right? Even if you're saying, well, I don't know when I'm I want to take this trip, but here's a dream trip I want to do, right? We don't know when we're going to get to do it, but we know at some point we will. And so, since it's not going to last forever, I don't think we should act like it will. Um, I did, when I did this presentation, I had a roll of toilet paper in the slide and I said, hey, we're not talking about toilet paper here. Hopefully, that does last you forever, but we're talking about the, uh, the quarantine. It's not going to last forever, guys. And so, I don't think it helps anyone to act like it will last forever. Let's, let's do the stuff that we enjoy, planning travel, even if we don't know when that's going to be. This too shall pass, right? That's the, that's the mantra. That and, yeah. and, it, and it's totally true. Um, it, this is absolutely going to change the world. There's no way it can't. I and mean, we've talked about this before, the opportunity. There's such an opportunity here to take this, uh, take what we learn from this as a, as a species, as humans here on this planet. And what, what are we going to do with that? You know, what are, what, the lessons we learn, what are we going to do with them? So it it's, uh, remains to be seen, of course, but... Yeah, absolutely. Planning travel right now, you might not be able to book the tickets like you said, but uh, why not still be excited about it, right? I mean, this is For the sure. thing as we all know here, everybody is listening and that's on this call. Travel has connected me in my life to the world in so many ways that it, it, it wouldn't have uh, if I, without it in my life. I just never would have this connection that I feel like I have. Uh, for me personally, it doesn't mean that's for everybody. So um, absolutely, why deny something uh, that you love because we, we, we should be doing the things that we love right now. And if you love to plan trips, you can't do it yet. Why not? Right. 
for sure. Number five. I'm, uh, dude, you're, you're nailing these, by the way. Okay. I can't object you. to any of them. I've got, is, I, uh, right. I'm waiting till I want to be the contrarian uh, here, I'm but I'm not having a chance. Off the top of my, I'll try to think of one, I'll, number six that you can object to if I can okay. on, the, on the fly here. Uh, number five, there are many people out there and we just did this show. Uh, if you guys are live, we just did it like a couple minutes ago um, of different things that people are doing because they now have the opportunity because maybe they either have more time on their hands or they don't have more time on their hands necessarily, but they have, you know, they're, they're pulling stuff out that they wouldn't have thought of before because they're not constantly bombarded by, by maybe being around other people and they have more space. Let's say that. So many, number five is many people are looking for things to do. So why not start learning something new that can impact your life positively? And this was meant specifically for people learning maybe for, for the uh, case that I was giving was people learning about how to use frequent flyer miles because I was saying, hey, this is something that some people know how to do and some people don't, but this is something that I've been able to use, this idea of, of travel hacking, using frequent flyer miles and points to, to completely do a 180 in our travel life and allow us to do things that we never, ever, ever would have been able to do before. And we like roughly added it up and we've been on $300,000 worth of flights in, in eight years, right? And so, you know, that's one thing. It doesn't have to be necessary for confirm miles. Maybe you're, you're learning something about RVing, right? Maybe you're listening to Mike and Ann and they're like, here's how to live in an RV, right? And that's something you've always wanted to do or, or van life. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start specking out a van right now because I have time on my hands. No matter what kind of bucket it falls in, there's a lot of skills. You know, we might not always think of like travel as, as a skill or skills around travel, but there are a lot of skills around travel. And, you know, I would just urge people with the time that they have on their hands, if they're looking for things to do and travel is one of their main outlets and main hobbies, start thinking about different ways you can travel. Start researching that. Start learning about it. Maybe even start doing some of it. Again, learning about the freaking fire miles or, or you know, specking out an RV if that's something you've always wanted to do and then, you know, something like that. So, um, I think that this, this time can be used definitely in a positive way, especially wrapped around travel. Yeah. I mean, this is so much bigger than travel too, like you heard in the last show. And one of the things that kept coming up was you know, people saying uh, they were meditating or um, doing yoga, writing letters to their friends. Like to me, it's also the bigger point of like self-care being a skill, right? Like in the busy, busy world that we were living in, it seemed like that was the thing that kind of slid to the bottom of the list, which is insane, right? Um, and we talk about this all the time in like remote work or in what digital nomad lifestyle, if you're traveling and working and things like that, the whole work-life balance thing, it comes up constantly. But it, it's, it's now, uh, I think, something that maybe people that haven't been working remotely that are now or have more time, like, oh, well, this is, uh, this is really nice. I can, I can have my mornings. I can work maybe when I'm more productive. I can um, you know, linger with my coffee, spend more time with my kids, whatever the case is. But this is all like life care stuff that should be part of our lives anyway, I feel, like to be healthy people. So I, I think that um, the one of the big opportunities here is to take the things that we're doing now that are um, maybe more like, <laughs> feels more like, hey, we're, we're having time for like human activities, like writing letters and doing yogas and like uh, doing yoga and things that Yogas. Do, like doing yoga. Do, do yogas. yogas. I want to do yogas. Think, yeah, things like that, though. I mean, that, that's, how are we going to go back the other way, right? Like, is anybody going to want to jump back in and 
go, go, go again at the, at the rate that sometimes we all know that we can or we do or society does. It seems like, it doesn't seem like, it, it, it seems like things are too shaken up for that now to me. I, I, guess, sure here's where, I guess here's where we can be contrarian because I think that people will go back to that mindset. I, I, I'm hoping not. And I think it'd be better if people did not go back to the go, go, go mindset and took this time and said, hey, here are some of the things I was able to do when I was, had more space and time. But I will be contrarian and I will say that I, I think within a year or less, maybe much less, of like things settling back to normal, that a lot of what was gained and I, and I hate to sound pessimistic, but I just think a lot that what is gained from slowing down will be lost. And uh, I, I hope I'm wrong. I definitely hope I'm wrong. And I hope I'm wrong I in my think, own. I think, but, I mean, I'm not a futurist, but I think there's going to be some kind of paradigm shift. Of course, you can't say that that's going to be the case for everybody. But, well, we can get all into all kinds of <laughs> political discussions around this, but we're not going to. So. And, and, who, and who knows? And, and again, I hope I'm really wrong, but we did have to have a little bit of a, of a disagreement here because this show isn't fun if we disagree on everything. Um, but I do, I By hope- the way, Chris, Chris is buzzing us out, but we, we're just ignoring this buzz. Yeah, right we still now. got we're number still six, in Chris, still in it. Um, I, I do think that one of the big positives that has come out of it is people taking a step back and having time, having space, doing some things that they haven't done, like we talked about in the last show. Um, and but it's not just individuals. It's as a society, like society, our modern day society has never been put on pause like this. It's basically on pause. So it's yeah, like, how, yeah, how, how I can hope you just, right. I hope you're right. I really, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you know, when, uh, when, uh, another dating myself analogy here, but you know, when, uh, the mixtape or the, the cassette tape breaks and then you pull it out and it's all like uh, come unwound and then you have to take a pencil and like wind it up again and then you put it back in. But then like forever in that part, it's just like messed up. It's always messed up in that part. Right. It's just like, this is like the mixtape breaking, man. Like you can't just put it back in and expect it to work the same way. You can kind of fix it up, but anyway. Hey, I hope, I definitely hope you're right. Um, and I yeah, honestly, so I hope you're because a pencil and a cassette tape made it into the, this <laughs> conversation, <laughs> writing letters. It's basically all about going analog. That's yeah. We, we had a discussion in our LI community yesterday and Lise made an awesome point of when we asked, what have you done that you haven't done that you weren't doing pre quarantine? And she said, I taught my, my kids how to sew a button on their clothes. She's like, basically we've go. gone back to little house on the prairie. And we we're all like, yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. Um, you're right. We we've definitely put a pause. Um, and I think it's, it's a necessary pause and I think it's a big positive. So I hope you're right, Jay. I just, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing, seeing it stay this way. Um, but, and, it, and it won't stay exactly this way, obviously. But uh, let's hope that as a, as a society, we all have taken some of the good parts of it and kept them um, when we get back to, quote unquote, regular life. Um, number six. What is, is regular life? What is normal? Sorry, we'll end that there. <laughs> number, number six, Chris. And, I'm just kidding. <laughs> guys are already over time. You know, we don't have to get into what is okay, normal. Okay, okay. Um, number six is that the process, and this was a little more towards the location, building a location-independent lifestyle than necessarily travel specifically, but I was looking at this a bit holistically of like building a life around travel. And to do that, that process takes time. 
right? Whether that, whether you're someone who's like, I want to build a business and make X amount of dollars before I go off and leave my job, or whether you're someone who's like, I am going to leave my job and I am going to go travel, but eventually I want to make it sustainable, right? Um, that's a long process. And I know there's a lot of people on this call who have been able to, to do this, right? Who have been able to make a life around travel. But I can guarantee that every single person who's been able to do that on this call, if we asked them and said, okay, did you snap your fingers and it happened? They would say, no. It, it, here's what it looked like. And for a lot of people, it was years and years and years and years, right? And, and you know, to be honest, we're all still figuring it out to, to different degrees. So, the process of, of building a life that's around travel takes time. And so, I just urge people, if they do have more time, this kind of goes back to number five, right? If you do have more time, start now, right? Start now. That doesn't have to mean that you, you, you build a product and, and right away you're selling this, but like start building a product. Start thinking about what life would look like if you built your ideal lifestyle around travel and start taking those miniature steps to get to somewhere so that when, you know, when we do come out on the other side, you're not back at square one. You've actually used this to progress and you've taken advantage of the time that you've had to be closer to that end goal of traveling and living a lifestyle of travel. Yeah, I think on the practical side, what you're saying is take the time to learn some maybe new skills and to start something that, that might benefit that process. I mean, that, that could be one side of it, right? Uh, I think a lot of people are having their backs up against the walls too. Like they, they don't have a choice. They need to figure something out, right? So this could be maybe more of an option for um, people than they might think it, it is. And that's where I think you have to do your own myth busting and just be honest with yourself and, and understand where your mindset is right now. Because I mean, certainly there's been times in my life where I felt like, oh, I'm not like, I don't know enough or I'm not good enough to be an entrepreneur to figure this out on my own. Like I could, I couldn't, I could never do it. So it's like I talk myself out of it before I even take step one, right? Um, so getting the mindset right and the end, I, I certainly, the thing that helped me the most, I think, is just starting to take small actions, even though, I was scared and had imposter syndrome and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, going back to your point, I think, yeah, I agree with the, the small actions are key, whether that's learning a new skill, it's like a practical thing or signing up for a website that you can teach English online and you're going to give it a go. You've always think, thought about doing it and now you're going to, now you're going to give it a try. You're going to create a profile and try to put yourself out there. Uh, it can be a great time for those things. If, if you want to build that kind of lifestyle around your travels. And, so. and even if you don't, Jay, it's an opportunity to sit down as we talked about, even if it's just strictly travel, you're just saying, all I want to do is just travel, not even worry about building a lifestyle around it. You know, I, I'll travel and then come back to a job and stuff like that. Like we talked about the, the process of planning a trip or the process of saving up for a trip, right? Maybe yeah. you become more intentional. Like there's all types of things you can do with it. Maybe you sit there and you say, all right, like this has forced me to take a real hard look at my finances now in this quarantine or I have time to do it or, hey, my hours got cut. And so now I'm, it, it might seem counterintuitive like, oh, my hours got cut or I have less work. And so how am I going to actually save? But there's the opportunity then to say, all right, well, what have I been spending on? Like, how can I get back a little bit more to the basics? So if, if travel is priority, uh, a top priority that you're saying, let me use this time to cut out some of the stuff that crept into my life because I had you know, disposable income or because I had more income that that was coming in. Now I don't, you know, and that, and that's for not everyone. I mean, some people are, still have their same income and that's great. 
Um, but I'm saying there are ways to look at what could be conceived as a negative. And we, we did this on our LI call a couple of days ago. It was pretty neat. Was some people were talking about stuff that they thought were negatives or, or that not that they thought that other people maybe would have assumed were negatives. They're like, oh, my hours got cut or hey, this client, this web design client dropped me, but I've actually wanted to stop doing web design anyway. And I've wanted to get into this. So now my timeline's just pushed up, right? So what, what, the society in the world can see as like a negative thing. Oh, you lost this or this happened to you. Um, I've seen a lot of people turn that into positive and say, I'm going to use this as the stepping point to, to boost me forward as like, as like the, you know, a thing that blasts me off that kind of forces me to maybe do some stuff. So like yeah. anything, you know, we can look and you can, you can push pause on an area and you can say, Hey, five months from now, you can either be where you were or you can be ahead of that, right? I just think this makes it really crystal clear because we can say, this is a date in time where we were all quarantined, right? For people in different countries, it's a little different, but essentially we're saying, listen, mid-February to, to beginning of March, like everyone's life changed. And then, you know, who knows what that end date is exactly, but we can look at that and say, this is a crystalline part in time that we are all in something together and we can either use it as an opportunity to move forward in our goals, or we can say, hey, I push pause and I'm just going to start where I was at. Um, I would just urge people to do the first option. Well done on the list, my friend. Can I add a bonus one? Go for, of course, man. Of course. You, I can? All right, cool. Uh, you mentioned- We just got to pay Chris more to edit this. It's going to be a longer podcast. That's all. That's all. <laughs> one of my favorite ones was the, the idea of going to the countries that may need the most support. I really loved that. And um, that also got me thinking about, you know, basically you're rethinking maybe the places you might visit or, or certain skills you might want to learn on travel. A lot of rethinking right now. And one of the things that you could be, we could all be rethinking is like how we travel and how far do we want to go, you know? And I, you've seen how pollution's gone down since everything's been hit on pause, how the skies are clearing up, like the dolphins are swimming in the Venice canals again. There's all this stuff going on that's um, kind of indicative of the earth healing in some way, right? From all the, the, the stress we put on it. So you mentioned like going into uh, maybe redesigning the van of your future or something like that. Is, is there something like that that you're going to change your travel style? May, might you want to go on a bike tour perhaps or a long distance hike, something like that, that you, that you want to dive deep dive into and figure out now something that's maybe more sustain, a more sustainable way of traveling. So just rethinking maybe the way you travel or the style of your travel, not even just the destinations. I think um, there's a little bit of an opportunity here uh, especially if you love travel. It's like, what I mean, I can't imagine in our lifetimes will ever, everybody will be grounded in this way ever again. We're like, you can't travel. It's like, it's just such a crazy idea of what's going on. And like all the things related to, to what's going on with the virus and, and this travel aspect as well for people that love it. So um, it is a good opportunity to reassess travel, I think. So I, I, that's the bonus one. I wanted to that's what, and, and we're going to give a I'm shout out. So I'm off my soapbox now, everybody. Okay. I'm that, it's not a soapbox. I think it's, I'm really thing. only five feet tall. That's what Tom Cruise does in movies. He's like, I think he stands on a box so he can like look taller than everybody. Anyway, I've been standing on a box this entire time. I'm taller than Trav. He, he, he. Um, we got to give a shout out to, to our friends, Mike and Ann at Honey Trek, who are actually here live with us and who brought this up on the last episode as well. Um, who have always been huge, huge proponents and forward thinkers when it comes to, 
uh, sustainable travel and I've been around the world now because you guys are in Eastern Europe in an RV. So um, definitely, if you want to look a little more into sustainable travel, I know you guys, they'll be doing a lot. So you can go to honeytrek.com, check their stuff out on Instagram because they've been doing a ton too. Uh, There's a variety of resources, but... um, Yeah, I'm making them a mixtape right now, actually. (laughs) I do. I, I do agree with you, Jay, that this is an opportunity, like a hard reset. I mean, we talked about a pause on life, but I mean, it's, it's more than a pause on the travel industry. Yeah. It's like it is a reset or a chance to reset. Um, and there is a lot that we've done as travelers to, to harm the earth in certain ways. And that's not to say we don't think you guys should be out there traveling and, or, or anything like that, but there is ways to do it more sustainably. And I, hopefully that is a big thing that comes out of this is like, hey, we could remember when we couldn't fly, you know, Hey, were there, are there other ways to do it? Of course the answer is yes. How can we do it? Um, so good bonus tip. Thank you, my man. And, um, definitely thank you everyone for, for well, I mean, we, you know, we got, we got everybody here. Does anybody else have anything they want to add to the I, conversation? I mean, now would be the sure, time, right? Sure. Uh, I, yes. Just, just I, put a me in the chat box. All right. We're going to go to Lynn. It's always great to hear Lynn. Lynn, uh, go ahead. You can, uh, I'll unmute you. Go ahead, Lynn. Um, yeah, as somebody who um, is a travel agent, travel planner, and blogs for traveling, um, I kind of was facing the same dilemma as you guys. Like, do I keep writing about travel? Do I keep inspiring people and to travel and offering up tips? And it was that you felt like you needed to be responsible about things and and not stick your head in the sand and not recognize what's going on, but yet you still wanted to inspire people. And I think that it was, um, I think it's been really important. I have decided to keep writing about travel, talking about destinations, places to go, just always putting that caveat in there. Like, yeah, you're not going to go now. Um, but when, when it is safe to travel, here's some tips, here are some great ideas to go. Because I think one of the things that we need to do, and I think that you guys are in, this, in the same boat, is you want to be that beacon of light. You know, you want to be that hope. Um, because like you guys said, we are going to travel again soon. And so you want to keep inspiring and, and let people keep hoping and be that, be that lighthouse in the storm, you know, so that people can see that and have something to look forward to and something to be hopeful for. Um, so, you know, it's, it's nice to know that, that there are still a lot of other publications and that, that are still doing the same thing and nobody's getting, overly caught up in just talking about the whole coronavirus and, you know, and how it affects travel, which is huge. Um, and it is those small mom and pop places, you know, I think about all the places I've been and I'm like hoping that everybody is able to survive. But yeah, when we go out and travel again, that's who we need to support. The big guys will survive, they'll figure it out. But the little guys, those are the people we got to support. For sure. For sure. And I think that that's Thanks, a really good Lynn point Lynn too. like we talked about point number one was right like we can we can have fun like we can talk about travel we should be able to have fun um on that flip side almost is like there are people out there who are looking for a release right who are like i don't want to read another article about the coronavirus at least for another 10 minutes and then you probably want to the newest update but then they see your article or they see Mike and Ann's article or Jason's podcast or my podcast or any of you guys out there who are writing, talking about it, doing Instagram lives, whatever your medium. And it, it provides a, an escape. And there's no reason not to have that. And especially 
if it, if it serves a dual purpose of being something you like doing anyway. So, hey, you like doing it. It's fun for you. You're enjoying it. And then you're putting out to the world for other people to take and enjoy. And we, we know 99% of people will never know who read it, who listened to it, how it affected them. But you do know that someone out there is enjoying it in a time where, yeah, a lot of the stuff that we have been reading and, and hearing and talking about is obviously, uh, you know, tough stuff to deal with and serious stuff. So sometimes it's nice to have something that isn't so serious and is a little more lighthearted and a little more fun. So totally, Lynn. Anyone else? Another serious reason. and still have fun, right? That's right. That's right. Being serious doesn't mean being sad. Uh, cool. Hannah. Hi, everyone. Um, so I actually just talked about how I was in Bali on the um, last one that we did. Um, and I just want to kind of mention that um, when I was there, it was like the beginning of it in Indonesia, kind of. And it's obviously gotten worse because it's getting worse everywhere in the world. Um, and like when you're talking about, you know, these countries that rely on tourism and stuff, it's like, we don't really see that and like the effects of that. Like we know deep down, like we know that this is, you know, horrible for them. But when I was there, I saw, I saw it. And like, I was in this taxi and he was telling me, he was like, you know, there's no tourists here anymore. And if I can't make money, I'm, I'm not eating. And like, that was just like really sad to hear that and like to just see how bad it is and how it's thinking that it's going to get worse so when you're thinking about where you want to go after this I really do support thinking of those countries who rely on us and who rely on um, just the tourism industry because they're the ones who are really really suffering the most totally yeah, totally, Hannah. And I think also, you know, for us, maybe from a Western point of view, most people in the car, you know, from a Western country, it, it's going to impact us. And there's no doubt about that. And, it, and it's, it's tough, right? It, people are going to be pinching pennies and there's stuff that we're not going to be able to do, especially if it's wrapped up in the travel industry or, or you're in the service industry, anything like that. I mean, it kind of almost like touches almost everything, almost every, every industry really. Um, but hopefully all of us are at a point where it's like, all right, I can have my basic needs met. When you look at some of the other countries, the developing countries, you know, it comes down to a point where, yeah, there might not even be the chance for them to have their basic needs met if, if something like this stretches out too long. And so, yeah, I think you're totally right, Hannah, that we can think of it almost abstractly, but if you actually put yourself in the position of some of the people you've met when you've traveled to these countries and seen maybe what they lived on or, or, you know, how basic some of their stuff was and how much, you know, taking 20, 30, $40 out of their pocket would be, uh, it, it's pretty devastating. And I think that's one reason why we definitely all should prioritize and, and at least think about that when we are planning our travel for, for after this. So totally. Um, Anyone else want to share a reason or, or just uh, add to a reason that we had? Uh, we've talked about a lot of stuff today, Jay. And um, yeah, if you, if you guys are listening to this, um, oh, oh, we got one more. All right. I see, the, I see the finger up. Mike, Ann, go ahead. I just wanted to say, as kind of a little bit meta and kind of high level, but whether you're creating content for travelers or running a business or you're thinking about travel in the future or you're in the travel industry. If you go into 
what we're about to face as just humanity with love for the people that you're visiting and the places that you're going, that is the, like the paramount thing. And I can't say this strongly enough. We've been on the road now for eight years, full time without a house, without an apartment. And people wonder how doors open for us, how we have the experiences we do and how we haven't come back to our house in eight years. And having a love for the people that we're visiting and a true interest in what they are going through and, and just, just the love of our fellow humans is so important that if you have that, if you have that belief and that love of your neighbors, and by neighbors, I mean everybody on this planet, no matter what decision you make about how quickly you travel or how soon or how fast you go or what destination you go, you can go to Paris or some super remote place, you know, in Siberia. And if you have that love for the people that are there, you're going to make a positive impact. And to me, that's like the most important thing because it's easy to get swept up in like how soon, where, how much, how, how do I travel? But if you have that, that is going to be the guiding force, you know, and it's not just travel, it's everything you do in your life. But having that for people is, I think, truly will make whatever you do as impactful as it can be. If I can add one thing is that I think this audience is like probably like, this is a brave group. These are, you are all travelers and you are role models to the people in your communities who maybe don't even have a passport, right? And those people are not going to be more scared of than ever before of the world outside of this, you know, these quarantine sections that we're all you know, relegated to right now. You need to be a leader when the time is safe and when it's right and we all get the go ahead but we should be first and build that confidence. We know the world is good. We know the world is safe. We need to take more precautions than we used to before, but we can't let travel shut down per fear. And I think in your own communities to continue to be leaders and show that the world is a good, safe place, um, that's where we can all make an impact when the time is right. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Um, I totally agree. And that was an amazing point, I think, as well of, of, being the the person who's saying I'm not afraid to go out here and do it again because we we have done it and um, yeah I think it's it's probably easy for a lot of us to do it we are chomping at the bit to do it but we forget that there are people out there who may have wanted to do it and now we're like oh no like nope I I thought I was gonna do it no way this is too crazy of a world and uh, we don't want obviously we know the the change that travel has had for all of us and the reason we like doing it because it's opened up our heart to our minds as you guys were mentioning um and so to to have people kind of shrink back in and and maybe maybe become insular again um you know i think we can have an impact on on helping that not happen so um yeah thank you all for sharing uh today for being with us our live studio audience right and then everyone's clapping it's uh it's cathartic to have these conversations with everybody here uh i see everybody give themselves a round of applause for sure should, i mean should we just do this again? we should do this more right we'll do it like, again shouldn't we we're gonna be quarantined for quite a, a little while uh, we know that it's not gonna be forever but it'll be for a little while so we'll come up with some fun topics if you guys have topics you want to chat about for sure bring them up let's do it let's bring people yes. on um and let's do it all together it'll be super fun yeah we could even do like uh just bring everybody in and like throw let's just throw a random topic out there and we'll everybody will vote on one and then we'll we'll be off and running i there guess right something like that 
It'll yeah. Be fun. Th- Thank you guys, uh, everyone for showing up today who did show up live. We had 70 some people on the calls and, and we did two podcasts. So you can go listen to both of them. If you missed the other one, uh, it's a little more interactive with, with the crew that was here. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast afterwards, that's great. Next time we do this, show up, hang out. Um, it'll be a good time. And if you guys are, are interested um, in finding out about more of what we do, it's over at locationindie.com. You can find out about the community rerun. And one of the big things we've been doing during this time period is having more events like this. Our awesome community manager, Casey, is basically throwing an event like every other day. There's like meditation group meditation virtually. There's, there, people are drinking wine and having happy hours together. We're also doing work, workshops on different skills, accountability calls, kind of runs the gamut because we know how important it is for people to be connecting this way when they can't go out and, and connect as, as a lot of us are used to. And that's by going out and being in person with people. So uh, you can check that out, locationindie.com. Um, it's open right now. Uh, and you can join the community, but if you get there later and you can't just hop on the email list, we've got a lot of goodies for you and then you'll know when it opens up again. So thank you all. Jay, send us out of here, man. I, I, we we got to unmute everybody and like all do a, like a sort of some kind of chant together or something. What, what, anybody got any ideas? Looks like people are ready to play instruments again. We did that last time. <laughs> we will travel again. Yeah, that was Casey's. Um, yeah, so let's let's um let's unmute everyone, and I just want you to say um like bye or good day or anything like that in any language that you want, whether it be the language of the place that you're in now. We got people in Sri Lanka. Now got, perfect. We got people in Poland. Um, do it ha- in whatever language you want. We're just gonna say goodbye or or good day. I'm gonna unmute everyone right now. Ready? Ciao. I'm free. Bye. Three, two, hada. Hasta luego. You guys are awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much. Listen, Tuck. Hey. 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 Hey.